This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona, this is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is gonna have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome. Um, we've got a lot to get to today. Uh, thank you for hanging out for the second hour on a Friday. First hour is pretty intense. This is going to be even more intense. I got Joe Allen. We got a lot of stuff to go through with Joe. Uh, this is going to tie directly to President Trump's uh, big speech tomorrow in um, Iowa that we're going to cover wall to wall. We will actually be up on Getter live streaming that, and I'll be in for commentary. And I'll probably do a pregame, and I may even do a postgame. I got to get. Mo and Grace and, and everybody to sign off. Uh, ben Harnell is going to join us. A lot going on in uh, in the uh, in the uh, Ukraine situation and through the rest of Europe. The civil war they're having right now against Sharia supremacist. Uh, that's also going to tie to the speech uh, tomorrow and uh, and also this big fight on Capitol Hill about the funding, the budgeting, all of it, which you're in the front row of. I've asked, you know, we we shift over here at six o'clock to Lindell TV. As you know, not only am I a dear friend and colleague of, of Mike Lindell, but I'm a huge supporter of what everything he's doing in media. And I've asked him to join. We've never had Mike on. And I think in the two years we've been doing the six o'clock show, we've never had Mike on to join us. But, Mike, I want to I want to thank you for joining us. But if I knew you were going to be as big a diva, you see, the Memphis guys are a little different than the, the RV <laughs> in Denver. We got I'm, I'm always criticizing them. And I got and I got a great team there. They're fantastic. You've, you, if the f- folks know on the six o'clock show. Because of the way the clock's set up, I'm much less, you know, jumping around and because I got longer swaths of time. And the Memphis guys are just totally calm, cool, and collected. So everything, boom. And because the show has a slightly slower pace given the clock. But, Mike, if I knew what a diva you were and getting set up on your own channel, I mean, Mike's like taking over the director. Hey, my shot's got to be perfect. Logan, I don't think of my sound. Dude, your your guys are great. Just, just be the star that you are. And we we really if I knew it was this big a pain in the ass, we would have never thought of it. But anyway, thank you for joining us, Mike. Really appreciate it. Well, and and, uh, and, and, and everybody, I, I wanna, everybody, I want to tell you about this. Everybody, Steve likes to tell me how to be a marketer every day. <laughs> No, no, no. I have caught a couple of nits, and I tell Lindell, you're the greatest market I ever met when I'm sitting there telling you something. No, real quickly, I want to, I want to, because I got a minute or two here. You said earlier in the morning show about we got wins all over. Sometimes the folks in the live chat don't don't feel it. They feel like they're being overwhelmed. And I'm about to go into a segment of this executive order that Biden has signed that is bringing in artificial intelligence as a central organizing principle in the government, not for surveillance anymore, but for absolute control. And I've got, you know, Joe's got some cuts from Elon Musk and Joe's giving this live talk tomorrow in L.A. that's already sold out and packed. People oftentimes don't feel like I don't see the wins because I know you guys are doing a lot behind the scenes. But what I see is guys in Cochise County getting indicted or I see other people getting rolled up. So give me a minute or two about the wins. Yeah, and that's really sad with Cochise County because I I had all them on the phone last year right after that election and and uh, they you know they, they they didn't they did back down and they did certify so for them to be 
uh, press charges a year later for wanting paper ballots hand counting. It's disgusting. But they're doing that to try and get out of, out in front of everything we're doing. We have a plan. You can check it out at lindellplan.org, everybody. And in, starting in January, we have a, a plan for all 3,143 counties coming from the bottom up. And we've, uh, we've had over 200 counties committed to go to paper ballots hand-counted in the 2024 election. Um, now, some are, some are a higher commitment than others, I'll give you that, and, uh, but we are winning, a big, a big win with Argentina. We have a great example now of a country that can completely go to paper ballots in four and a half months, and 30 million people, they had an election, not a selection. We have lawsuits winning. You're not gonna re hear about this on Fox News, everybody. You're not gonna hear about this on any of these other channels. And uh, and so if you're looking for hope, um, you know, you, you need to continue to watch uh, uh, Frank's speech, um, um, uh, the war room. You need to watch these and, and get educated on what's going on out there because there is so much hope. There's people everywhere pouring into this bucket of common sense. And and uh, we have plenty of time. Everyone says, Mike, do we have enough time? Do we have enough time? Yes, we have a lot of time and uh, um, we're going to get it done. Uh, if we uh, secure our election platforms enough and we override these algorithms and all this, uh, we will have our real president back in office. But we, you know, I, I just came from California, Steve, and I met with many of them out there. I have teams out there. California and Oregon and places like this, they're, they've lived this um, horrific um that's out there with the government and the things they've done to destroy California, like what's being done to us to destroy the United States. So they're way ahead of us. And these people are all on board. Uh, we have more people on the ground there. And we have, you know, we had Windsor, 18 counties were going to follow Shasta County and go paper free. I mean, go machine free to paper ballots. Well, the government steps in and goes, oh, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. So what we've got, we've got a different plan coming on here for January and February where everybody's gonna kind of do this at once where they can't, the media can't attack and the government can't pinpoint one county or one official like they're doing right now in Cochise County. We're gonna all do it at once. It'll be the power in numbers. It's a great plan. There's great things coming out. You're gonna see in the news in December here of lawsuits we have going on that I can't disclose right now, but things are going on, people. I'm, I wouldn't be so optimistic. I'm always optimistic, but if we didn't have all these things in place, I, I wouldn't be out here going, you know, hey, we have great hope. I'm, I'm more encouraged now than I've ever been. And that's why they've been attacking me since our summit in August, nonstop for three months, attacking my pillow. And I, like it's never been attacked before. They want to silence my voice. They want to just uh, completely bankrupt me. And and uh, um, but they're not. But Steve, we're coming out the other end because of the war room posse, because of the support we've had from them, the biggest supporter we've had everybody at my pillow during this time. So I can go out there and do these things is the war room posse. Um, walk us through uh, particularly you've and I, the, the audience appreciates this because you're giving them all a heads up and the early looks into the specials. Walk us through the specials. Where do people go? The number is 800-873-1062. Remember, I want to tell people the background of that. Uh, when I first got it, because I'm not a marketing guy, and I'm not really a commercial guy. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I thought it was a general, I thought that was the 800 call-in number for my pillow. So not that I wasn't prepared to put it up, and we did all the time, but then Mike informed me, and it was only a couple of days ago. He goes, hey, what's your call number? You know, what's your 800 number? And I go, what are you talking about? He said, right. the 800 number you repeat. 
And I go, isn't that your general? He goes, no, that's just War Room. And so now, now I'm like one of those pilgrims. Right. And Rush Limbaugh told the story that, hey, Jamestown, they were dying because it was all collectivism. But then they got their own plots and everybody flourished and everybody was a millionaire. I said, I got my number right. now. It's all over. I repeated in my sleep, 800-873. Because I was one, 1062. I was wondering, I said, I said, I know Lindell's got a lot on his mind, but how can he not remember the 800 number to my pillow? Then I realized he goes, no, <laughs> right. we have like 10,800 numbers. We have 800-873-1062. MyPillow.com, promo code WARM. That's where you go. But, Mike, tell us about the specials, and that, particularly and that, and that, the free and that shipping. number, everybody. My- yeah. And my operators love talking to you all because they know that's the war room. It pops right up and says someone from the war room policy is calling when you call 800-873-1062. You guys are so encouraging to all my employees too. But the specials, you get free shipping on your entire order with the promo code war room, everybody. Free shipping, your entire order. We've extended that. But the sheets, you get queen my pillow sheets for thirty nine ninety eight. Uh, a king size, just $10 more. And there we have the MyPillow mattress topper and the mattresses, 100% made in the USA. Get yourself now. Take advantage of that free shipping. Shipping is so expensive now. Take advantage of that. You're getting the biggest discount ever on those on the MyPillow mattress topper. Even if you got a new mattress, you don't have the technology I put into this topper. This will ch- be a game changer how you wake up in the morning. If you're waking up with aches and pains or whatever, you need a different input to get a better output. And that's what all the MyPillow products will do for you. But the free shipping on your entire order, get all your Christmas presents now. I want to add one more thing to everyone at the War Room Posse. When you buy Christmas presents now, I have my famous 60-day money-back guarantee. We're going to extend that to March 1st of 2024. So you can rest assured if they get it, let's say it's, you know, maybe they get the wrong size slippers or whatever. You have a 60-day money-back guarantee. You can, we'll take care of them. We treat every customer, Steve, like it's our only customer. That's why we've gotten so big. And that's why, uh, you know, we've sold over 80 million my pillows, everybody, because of all of you out there, the support wow. you've given us through wow. all of these, uh, all of these terrible, terrible attacks on my pillow, and we thank the War Room well, Posse so much. So yeah. today we're giving back, Steve. We're giving back with these specials. Okay, one eight hundred eight seven three one zero six two or uh, mypillow.com promo code War Room. Go there, check it out now. Mike Lindell, we'll let you get about your appointed rounds, but thank you so much for being here on your own channel. First time we've had you on hey, in two thanks. years. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. I thanks know Memphis. Memphis, in my, me, Memphis is in my ear. I know he's a diva, but we'll get him off here and get back to the show. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> appreciate it. God, <laughs> unbelievable. Worse than I. People tell you when I was. This is one of the things I had to learn in, in doing the show. Is that in that time I was a film director in for documentary films. I get because you got to be a control freak, right? And so I'd be sitting here and we'd do the show and tell the director what to do. Hey, the guys in Denver do a great job. The guys in Memphis do a great job. The men and women that support us here in those control rooms on the two different channels we do the show. And, of course, my ever-cracked team, production team, uh, here at the uh, at the war room. Uh, I've got a cold over. This is one of the great things the team does, uh, the Joe Allens of the world, the rest of my production team, to put together these great cold opens. Let's play this, and I want to bring in Joe Allen about the new threat. shouldn't say it's a new threat, but now it's unmasked, the threat of tyranny over uh, a liberty-loving and freedom-loving people. Here we go. I'm actually the, the thinker who I think had the best foresight about how the AI revolution was going to play out 
is actually Ray Kurzweil. And part of what he says is, look, what's going to happen is in 2030s, first of all, he says AGI 2029. Yeah, I keep telling people, it seems to be almost exactly right. But AGI, the idea of artificial general intelligence, given what you now are working on yourself and you know how easy or hard it is to train, to create the inferences, to create the weights. It's funny, you know, all these weights, uh, they're just basically numbers in a comma-separated value file. And that's our digital god, the CSV file. Um, I would say that we are less than three years from that point. How you think about that, again, and how you think the creative community and those who were the original IP owners should think about that? I don't know, except to say that the, by the time these lawsuits are decided, we'll have digital god. So I asked ask digital god at that point. Um, these lawsuits won't be decided before on a time frame that is relevant. Uh, if you look at the, e, uh, the UK event, which I was part of, the UK government took the bait, took the ideas, decided to leave. They're very good at this. And they came out with very sensible guidelines. And because the US and the UK have worked really well to together, there's a, a group within the National Security NSC here that is particularly good at this. And they got it right, and that produced this EO, which is the longest EO in, I think, in histories of, of executive orders, which says that each of the aspects of our government are to get organized around this. I defy you to argue that an AI doctor for the world and an AI tutor is net negative. It just has to be good. Smarter, healthier people has got to be good for our future. When I started trying to help the Ukrainians, they, the Russians didn't really use very many drones. Now they have twice as many drones as the Ukraine. And this is a very, very big deal, and I know it's something that you personally are interested in because we've talked about it before, is these are steps toward more automatic war, right? So war, war is unfortunately drives the necessity of invention. I think we're going to see this technology applied there. But I think we're at the cusp of using AI for probably the biggest trans positive transformation that education has ever seen. And the way we're going to do that is by giving every student on the planet an artificially intelligent but amazing personal tutor. And we're going to give every teacher on the planet a, an amazing artificially intelligent teaching assistant. What the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. I don't think we can even imagine what, how that changes things. That might, like, in a way, we might not even predict changed civilization. In the next five years, the frontier model companies, those of us at the very cutting edge who are training the very largest AI models, are going to train models that are over a thousand times larger than what you currently see today in GPT-4. And so, you know, the world is your oyster. You could imagine that being applied to many, many different parts of our economy. When I hear this as a historian, for me, what we just heard, this is the end of human history. Not the end of history, the end of human-dominated history. History will continue with somebody else in control. I, I, I'm tending to think of it more in, in terms of, of, of really an alien invasion. That like somebody coming and telling us <laughs> that, you know, there is a fleet, an alien fleet of spaceships coming from planet Zircon or whatever with, super, with highly intelligent beings. They'll be here in five years and take over the planet. Maybe they'll be nice. Maybe they'll solve cancer and climate change, but we are not sure. This is what we are facing, except 
that the aliens are not coming in spaceships from planet Zircon, they're coming from the laboratory. Um, I talked to Elon Musk the other day, and he thinks we'll get things more intelligent than us. And what he's hoping is they'll keep us around because we'll make life more interesting. Hmm. If you have a world without people in it, um, or without animals in it, it's just not as interesting as a world with people in it. That seems like a pretty thin thing to rest humanity on to me. But he thinks it's quite possible these things will get much smarter and they'll gain control. If that doesn't scare you to the core of your being, you got to say, hey, being, we got to awaken. I, I can't help but think, Joe Allen, and by the way, the compilation there, you and the team put together is just unbelievable. I can't help but think about Arthur C. Clarke's prophetic novel, Childhood's End. Um, it may be time for a reread of that. The um, This is beyond scary. And I want to do two things here uh, in the time we've got to go through. The, remember, the longest executive order in history and the most complicated. And I just want to quote um, Schmidt. Each of the aspects of our government will now be organized around artificial intelligence, which is really godlike intelligence that they will type. They will attempt to manage. Uh, it's beyond frightening, and it's got to be stopped. More importantly, the humans. You've you've seen these science fiction novels, and you've seen these movies, and it's always the humans and against the robots and the transformers. This is going to be the call, and I say this as a completely practical person. And I will tell you the reason I've got a pretty good record of being able to look down range and kind of figure out something's up. It's the whole reason we hired this cracker from Tennessee a couple of years ago that was a rigor for concerts because I saw his writings in The Federalist and other places. I said, wow, this guy's got a completely different take on transhumanism than the technologist. And then I found out later that he had gone to the same uh, theological uh, school to get his master's as Dr. Martin Luther King, which is Boston University, which is a very serious place for very serious thinkers. And that is Joe Allen. So, Joe, make this make sense to me, because what I just saw right there has scared me to death, sir. You know, Steve, it's interesting you mentioned Arthur C. Clarke's novel, uh, Childhood's End. I, I, I feel like we are, in a way, living through it. You remember in the novel, uh, the parents uh, saw their children transforming. They weren't really sure what was going on with them. They they became smarter, seemingly. Uh, and the uh, the story ends by revealing that it was some sort of alien race that was pushing evolution forward. But they had to conceal themselves because they had horns and leathery wings, and and all the Christians thought they were devils. Uh, I, you know, I think that was Arthur C. Clarke's way of saying that. Um, you know, superstitious or traditionalist Christians will stand in the way of progress. But uh, I think that in a way it, uh, the, that that narrative is flipped on its head. I think that we are in some way facing uh, alien uh, devil like beings. But um, as we heard Harari say, it's, it's not necessarily coming from outer space. It's coming out of the brains of the people in Silicon Valley, uh, the brains of the people who fund DARPA projects. And, uh, of course, uh, the brains of people in, in the CCP in China, Tencent, Baidu, and across the world, they believe that they are creating God. They, it's, a, it's a techno religion. Um, you know, almost all of them are atheists and almost all of them are terrified of the emptiness of death with no heaven or hell. 
uh, and uh, they appear to believe that they can uh, they, they, not only create that God, but, but, create but, that but, hang, create but hang, that hang, hang on, hang on. I want to make sure because I want to define atheism here. They don't believe in the God, the supreme being that we in the Judeo-Christian West believe in. They don't believe even in the of the Abrahamic religions of of even the uh, supreme being of what the religion of Islam believes. And I'm not talking about the radical supremacy. I'm talking about the core of Islam. They don't believe even in the in the Tao or the Tao Te Ching or, or what these the, the Chinese religion, the religions came out of Asia about Buddhism. They believe they're not. It's not that they're not supremacists in that there is a order of like a supreme being. It's kind of like Robespierre. In the French Revolution, when they got rid of the Catholic Church and Christianity, they realized they still needed something to convince the people there was some ordered uh, logic to the universe, and they created their own festivals. And that, quite frankly, the other revolutionaries around Robespierre were so shocked when he did that and how popular it was with people. That's one of the reasons they got rid of him, which led to the end of the reign of terror. Uh, kind of ironic. These people believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, and this is where it gets scary, and this is why it's got to be a call to action, and that of everything I keep saying that we're working on, this is the ultimate signal, and this is what our era and our age will be known for a thousand years from now, 500 years from now, uh, will be this in this fight of the Homo sapiens versus there. There are humans that believe because that they can create in this technology greater orders of magnitude of the understanding of knowledge and the manipulation of knowledge that they, that they can create the Supreme being that they can create a God. I mean, this is directly almost from Genesis. This is the, the fruit of knowledge, the tree of knowledge in which you understood it was about good and evil. This is playing out Genesis in real time. It, 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 am I too far off about that? Because it's not that they don't believe in, in something that can be supreme. They believe they can create it. They reject all of the revealed religions of mankind, all of it. And someone can say, well, I'm a Buddhist and I believe in peace. But they essentially reject the core tenets of all the religions, the revealed religions of mankind, of the Homo sapiens, for a new techno religion that is created by them. Joe Allen. You know, uh, it's funny that the, the apple, the apple of Eden, that was an inspiration for Microsoft. I'm, I'm sorry, for uh, Steve Jobs and um, and Wozniak, and their first uh, major commercial product, I believe, is the Macintosh 2, sold for six hundred and sixty-six dollars and sixty-six cents. That's a fact. You can look that up anywhere. Um, I, I was once in Prague and I saw a sticker on the Apple uh, Museum. The sticker read, uh, three apples changed the world." The first was given to Adam by Eve. Uh, the second uh, inspired Newton. And the third was handed half-eaten uh, to the world by Steve Jobs. And you, this religious sentiment mixed in with all kinds of New Ageism and psychedelia, uh, that, again, says that the founding of Silicon Valley and big tech. And I've got one more quote here. Um, I, I've seen, I saw it a long time ago, but I included it in my, uh, my new piece on Elon Musk as the cyborg, cyborg savior seeking to build digital God. Uh, but this comes from Sam Altman. Two years before um, uh, he co-founded OpenAI, he wrote a, a small blog post in which he said, the most successful founders do not set out to create companies. 
They're on a mission to create something closer to a religion. And at some point, it turns out that forming a company is the easiest way to do so. And that's undoubtedly what he has done. He's created his own denomination of this techno-religion in which the people at OpenAI and Altman as the figurehead uh, intend to create artificial general intelligence, AGI, uh, artificial godlike intelligence. And, uh, you know, what scares me the most, Steve, uh, the possibility of them creating an AGI is much less terrifying than the reality that they have created a sort of elite priesthood or uh, various orders of elite priesthoods and that they command, I would say, uh, if not more capital than any other sector of the economy, certainly uh, among the largest chunks, uh, their ideas inform our military, uh, their ideas inform academia, their ideas are now at the heart of the biomedical establishment. You heard there Eric Schmidt arguing that there should be an AI doctor or AI doctors to be a kind of guidestone for medical professionals worldwide, meaning, of course, that this priesthood would be the ones determining the parameters of what is and isn't healthy, what is and isn't medicine. Same for education. And if there's any one thing that really scares me more than nano swarms tearing my body apart and reconstituting me as, um, I don't know, a kite, um, the, the thing that really terrifies me is the digitization of education, because as the, the student body becomes digitized and as they inject artificial intelligence as a primary instructor, what you have is a kind of real-time personalized brainwashing machine. And I suspect that is exactly what they will do with it, including Bill Gates, Sal Khan, and of course, Eric Schmidt. Uh, just hang on for one second. I want to take a break. I want to hold you. Um, I want to talk a little bit. What? What? You're going to be back on tomorrow morning show, but tomorrow night, I want to make sure everybody in the Los Angeles area gets a chance, not just to hear what you have to say, but also to meet you. And I know you spend hours afterwards talking to people. So we're going to take a short commercial break. Make sure your government, every aspect of the government is going to be around AI. Schmidt tells us that, and they've already worked this out. This executive order, they've already promulgated it. One of the things they're trying to do is the central bank digital currency. You have to understand how that can impact you, not just for control, but also for your economic well-being. That's why I go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Talk to Philip Patrick and the team. Talk to the team now. Figure out, have them help you think through why gold has been a hedge, a hedge against turbulent times for 5,000 years of recorded history. Get that. Get the answer. Get yourself a big old pot of Warpath coffee by going to warpath.coffee slash worm. Take a long drink and think about it. Short break. We're back in the worm in just a moment. It can happen anywhere. Fires, hurricanes, tornadoes, mudslides. Regular cell phone service is fragile and can go down in an instant. Just ask the folks out in Maui. And when that happens, how will you contact your loved ones? That's why you absolutely need a satellite phone. Regular cell phones cover less than 8% of the Earth's surface. But with your sat phone, if you can see the sky, you can make a call. It's got 100% global coverage, ensuring you're always within reach. Your calls are secure and private. No one's eavesdropping. Even the U.S. military trusts these phones to communicate securely. 
your text messages encrypted. Only the intended recipient can read them. Everything you do with this phone is 100% private and 100% secure. Right now, War Room's trusted partner, Satellite Phone Store, is giving you a free and Marsat satellite phone with a 12-month plan if you go to sat123.com slash Bannon right now. That's sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon right now. Be ready for anything, earthquake, wildfires, terrorism, anywhere on Earth with your new satellite phone today, as well as your free bonuses. Visit sat123.com slash Bannon and use code Steve50. At checkout for free activation or dial 855-980-5830 to snag your free Amarsat satellite phone today. That's sat123.com slash Bannon code Steve50 or call 855-980-5830. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. There's a lot to be nervous about out there. Open social media or turn on the news and all you see is crime and societal decay. A lot of people just run out and buy a gun and then it sits in a safe. If there's ever an emergency, they're not going to be prepared and run the risk of hurting themselves or others. There's no way around it. You need to train and you need to train often. Unfortunately, it's time consuming to go to the range, assuming there's even one nearby, and ammo prices are through the roof. iTarget was invented so you could practice anytime in the safety and convenience of your own home. Simply download the iTarget Pro app, load your caliber-specific laser bullet into your firearm, and start training. Practice alone, compete with friends, or use it to safely train friends and family who are new to firearms. Go to iTargetPro.com and get 10% off at checkout when you use offer code Bannon. This is the smartest, safest way to train, which is why competitive shooters trust dry fire training as part of their regimen. Get yours today. That's the letter iTargetPro.com. That's iTargetPro.com. Offer code Bannon. iTargetPro.com. 
action, action, action. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. I'm the first to admit when it comes to the late afternoon show, I need I always need to pick me up like I do in the morning before we start the morning show. That's why Warpath Coffee, the dark roast, Mariner's Blend, best dark roast ever made. Warpath.coffee slash worm. You get all the discounts. Um, we've worked with Tage Gill and the team for years on this. The the mild roasts are fantastic. If you're so inclined for mild roast, holiday roast, all of it. They get merchandise, they get the mugs. Love this mug. Got my own Warpath Coffee mug. Don't want to break it in yet because it's my only one I've got so far. I don't want to chip it or anything. So, um, but make sure I get a, I get always get a jolt late in the afternoon. Uh, and I uh, want to thank the team at Warpath for doing that. Warpath Coffee. Like I said, go to go to Birch Gold, get the information from Philip Patrick team, and then make yourself a pot of coffee because it's time to cut the phones off. You know, Joe Allen makes the point that when I talk about cyborgs and talk about you know humanity, you know, you have Homo sapiens, you have Homo sapiens. Uh, 2.0, Joe goes, hey, Steve, we're already Homo sapien 1.25 to 1.5 because of the, the connection of the phone to people and kind of the ability of the phone to really overtake your life. So that's why I want you to cut the phones off, cut the computer off, sit in a corner, look out out your window, have a, a cup of coffee, and just think. Just think. Particularly when we send you these sites, get the information, just think. Remember, this show is built upon our predicate is free men and free women who want to remain free and want to bequeath this republic to the children and grandchildren as a free constitutional republic, as long as the odds against that seem. Joe Allen, uh, I'm going to have you back on, uh, or we're going to have you back on tomorrow morning show. Is this a really big deal? Karen Siegman and the team at uh, AFA are some of the best folks out there. You're in Los Angeles. You're at the Lux Hotel, premier location. We used to do a lot of events with Andrew there. In fact, uh, Andrew, the celebration of Andrew Breitbart's life was done right there in the main ballroom. Uh, after we had uh, the uh, ceremony, uh, uh, actually his burial. And uh, he's, it, we always did a lot of stuff because it's right down the street from where Breitbart, uh, Breitbart headquarters were. Uh, what time is it going to be tomorrow? Where can people still get tickets? Uh, how did they see you? Tell us what time it's going to be. I want to make sure as many people in the greater Los Angeles area that are Warren Posse get to listen to Joe Allen, but also get to meet Joe Allen. Uh, first place you could go, go to my social media at J O E B O T X Y Z top of my page. I'll have it pinned up at the top, uh, and you can get tickets. Uh, maybe there's a few left. Uh, you know, I haven't talked to Karen today. They're almost all gone, but, um, there should be a few left. I hope uh, it starts at six o'clock. I believe doors open six 30. There's a buffet. I believe there is wine available. I'm hoping so. And um, yeah, the event will go until, I, be, I believe, about 9 o'clock. Uh, a few different things going on there. So uh, I do hope the War Room Posse will come by. A number of people have reached out to say they were coming. Uh, I look forward to meeting you all. Uh, you can also find uh, all of the dates that I've got. I've only got a few more left on this round, but in January, so on and so forth. You can go to uh, warroom.org under the transhumanism tab. I'll be updating it there. I've already got uh, four dates in January, one in February, hopefully coming to a town near you. And then um, you can also Perfect. see my new article. Elon Musk is positioning himself to become or sorry. Elon Musk positions himself as a cyborg savior to build digital God. 
Uh, I, you know, he is one node among many in this vast neural network. But uh, the, the amount of sway he has over our side, over uh, otherwise sensible people on the right, I think that uh, they really have to be honest with themselves about the theological implications of following this Pied Piper off this particular cliff. It is a cliff, and uh, if they follow them, it's not the, we're not going to go out of our way to make sure they get off information, so they do it as free men and free women. We're going to break that down more tomorrow. Uh, we got to bounce, but Joe Allen, thank you. We'll see you tomorrow, and I understand that this is standing room only already with the event, but doesn't make – Karen and those guys will figure out how to shoehorn you in if you call and try to get a ticket. Thank you. And by Absolutely. the way, everybody much, get, go to Amazon and get, get, get the Bible, Dark Aeon. You'll understand it all, and you need to understand it all. The Bible of the 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 the, the thing, the book that explains everything about this movement. Thank you, brother. Uh, ben Harnwell. We are not one to gloat, so we won't. We'll just get to the facts. But I want to start with that uh, with the Langley. The, was it the Langley Chronicle? The Wapo the Langley Bugle today. And look, we we are we are not the Langley Bugle. We are not. Fans of Putin, we said that he's part of a criminal cartel that that controls Russia, just like the CCP controls uh, China. Maybe the KGB doesn't do it at, to the degree, but it's just a difference in degree, not in kind. Uh, but this blowout article in uh, David Ignatius' uh, paper, uh, quite frankly, the kind of narrative is going against him. Walk us through what's happened in this Ukraine situation, because we're in the middle of a monster battle. On Capitol Hill right now about the funding, another $80 billion they want to go to this fiasco. Good evening, Steve. Well, there have been a few developments in the last 24 hours on Ukraine. But yeah, let's start with this article. Absolutely astonishing. This is the Washington Post, okay? That is, that we call the Langley Bugle because it's a reliable source to, of, of understanding exactly where the CIA is, where it wants to position the American public. And here's the headline. Um, in Russia, the shift in public opinion is unmistakable. Steve, if you give me 30 seconds, I have to read the opening two lines of, of, of this article. Um, it is, this is the Washington Post, okay? 20 months ago, after Vladimir Putin had launched his full-scale invasion of Ukraine, many high-ranking Russians believed that the end was near. The economy faced disaster, as they saw it, and the Putin regime was on the brink of collapse. Today, the mood has changed dramatically. Business leaders, officials, and ordinary people tell me that the economy has stabilized, defying the Western sanctions that were once expected to have devastating effect. Putin's regime, they say, looks more stable than at any other time in the past two years. And then it goes on, um, sector by sector. Hold it, hang saying on, hang on, well whoa, 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 don't go on. <laughs> that is in the that is in the printed edition and online of the Langley Bugle. And for the folks who just come to the show, we call it the Langley Bugle because the CIA headquarters is in Langley, right there across the river from the District of Columbia, from the capital itself, but it's really the greater capital area. And the Washington Post with David Nations is basically the newsletter. It just prints what the CIA wants. How could it possibly put those words even right there when they've told us for years that the $113 billion that all the allies and from Jim Stavridis to all the phony ambassadors to all of it, every day we heard the Russian people hate him. They've turned on him. The economy's in collapse. 
There's uh, this morning on Morning Joe. They said, well, you know, the Polish ambassador said that goes, oh, you know, the uh, or one the one the, Pol- the I think the Polish guy to NATO says, you know, two uh, percent of the GDP of the budget defense budget has killed half the Russian army. He sat there and they all said, this is amazing. Can you repeat that? I mean, just the lies. How could everything we saw that Putin has lost the country, Putin is going to be assassinated, there's coups against Putin, everybody hates him, he's detested by the Russian people, and then just to blandly put out, oh, by the way, you know, maybe this is not turning out right, Putin's actually supported by 80% of the Russian people, when Biden's at 24%, the Congress is at 16%, that only Trump is, and Trump is still in the mid-40s on approval, he's at 80%. Sir, Steve, we're in the mainstream media sets out to take Vienna. That is to say, the, um, the, 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 the national consciousness of the United States, it takes Vienna. It's brutal. Um, it's not particularly sophisticated. Um, this particular U-turn has occurred so quickly, I got whiplash just watching it take place. The reason, I think, <laughs> Steve, the, the background, the reasoning is I simply think the the, the, the pivoting now um, has gone from Ukraine to Israel. That's where I think uh, the, the uh, America, the, 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 the Biden administration, the CIA, the State Department, that is exactly where it wants people now to be focusing on. And they're hanging, no, not hanging, past tense, they have hanged Zelensky out to dry. And this is just basically the, the confirmation of that. Steve, it's a confirmation of what we've, we've been saying on, on the war room, I think, for the last six months. But this is in, in concrete form. I, I just want, if I may, Steve, just to, just to indicate, when I say it then goes through sector by sector, what it means, okay, it says the restaurants in Moscow are packed, real estate prices are rising, construction is, is booming. The article not only indicates that how well the Russian economy is doing, it actually goes further. And it says that as a consequence of the Western sanctions on Russia, you know, in the first few months, a lot of the flagship stores that cost famously, they all pulled out of Moscow. They all pulled out of Russia, said we're not doing any business here anymore. Well, what happened? But of course, so Russian businesses then came in and filled the vacuum. Edem, where with, with, with savings, when you have the, the, the Russian oligarchs, they're their natural... Uh, uh, desire to, to invest their wealth wasn't in Russia, it was in property overseas. Well, of course, we've been confiscating and com- totally illegally, I, I, I personally think, that that property. Um, so, of course, what are the, what are the oligarchs in, in Russia going to do? They're going to be investing in Russia. And that's exactly what's happening. And that's what this Washington Post article makes absolutely clear. That is to say, Steve, that is to say, the consequence of these um, sanctions that we've been talking about really sort of for two years, how they weren't well thought through. They were simply interested in the the first effects, the superficial first order effects, and then the second order, third order, fourth order, fifth order consequences of those, they weren't even considered because the point was was for for Joe Biden and Ursula von der Leyen and and all the rest of our sociopathic overlords, the point was for them to get themselves in front of the television cameras and show moral leadership and say, look, we're doing this. This is the action that we're doing. The, the consequences of those actions that hit us in the West as just as hard as they hit the Russians weren't, wasn't, you know, wasn't a consideration because it wasn't the point. These people in the West are driven solely by uh, the, the need to get in front of the, the cameras and a morally posture. That is a stark difference, Steve, from the leaders that they have on the other side of the divide. Now, 
Obviously, you and I, we support passionately the Judeo-Christian West. But it has to be acknowledged that President Xi in China and Vladimir Putin and um, an Erd Erdogan in, in Turkey, these people aren't driven. Their first order instinct isn't a press release. These people are long-term strategic thinkers. And the problem is where we're fighting the, the sort of the, these 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 nations which are cohering, coalesce, coalescing into a formidable anti-Western bloc, and we're sending, we're electing imbeciles. And of course, in the United States, to, to say we're electing the people, it opens up a separate debate. Um, but this, we are in an existential crisis. We spoke about this yesterday uh, when we cited the Daily Telegraph that indicated Daily Telegraph, mainstream media. Right, this isn't this isn't an alt-right. Newspaper, the Daily Telegraph said calmly that France is on the brink of civil war. These are the structural problems that we have in the West and our, and our leaders, as this Washington Post article illustrates, are doing more harm to us than our ostensible enemies. This is, I want to go back to something you said. We got about eight minutes here or about six. I got to do some talking at the end um, and I'm going to try to get you back on tomorrow. But it, to, this weekend is jammed. We've got the fentanyl uh, town hall that we're doing. We have President Trump's important speech tomorrow at I think five o'clock Eastern time uh, from Iowa. Uh, we're doing, um, uh, we're going to have touching the CPAC Japan tomorrow. We've got, um, we've got the 200th, uh, what, 250th anniversary of, um, of the Monroe Doctrine, we're going to talk about Latin America and how it's rolling back up and, 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 and impacting the country from the southern border. Uh, and it looks like a kinetic war could start there at, at, at any moment. And I'm going to have Joe and Ben back on. You said that it's pre pretty obvious, and I want to take this from the capitals of Europe and particularly the major papers over there. You're saying it's increasingly obvious that the, the war is over, and for, not over, but Zelensky and the, and the Ukrainians have certainly not one and have been a big disappointment given the money they were doing not not the ukrainian people their courage and valor can't be questioned i mean the sacrifice they've made the country looks like dresden and i think there's seventy five thousand, eighty thousand combat casualties of men women and children uh but why do you drive that is that coming out of the papers now is it pretty evident to you with your great pattern recognition that you can see that even the mainstream media is starting to push the narrative that uh, that uh, it, it, that Zelensky uh, may have played his hand out here. Well, there have been two immediate developments um, since I came on the show yesterday that perfectly back up the, this question that you've just asked, Steve. One of them is that Zelensky, President Zelensky, gave his his as he does every day he, since the war. He's been given a night. He has been giving a nightly address. Um, the first thing is to is to say is that he announced yesterday just sort of less than sort of 18 hours ago that uh, there's been a, a change of focus now as um, in 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 Ukraine's uh, strategy it's now basically concentrating on defense it's going to try and embed itself in build uh, similar defense three-tiered defense lines from for, similar to what the Russians have been doing on their uh, on the Donbass territories that they've occupied um, and they're going to try and do that over over the winter and this Steve, this to me is an indication um, that Zelensky accepts that we that the war is now not just simply an attrition uh, phase, but really 
a stalemate phase. That word stalemate, um, I, I've chosen that specifically because, of course, that was the um, that was the word that the Ukrainian um, uh, commander in chief used in his um, his interview in the economist that was then obviously immediately um um uh, disavowed by zelensky's spokeswoman but he, but but the the commander in chief had said that uh, that this war is is now a stalemate so the fact that zelensky has now really massively changed the the, the strategy the 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 counteroffensive is is now officially over um, that really indicates to me, Steve, that the military has has now taken over the strategy of this war, and that could have implications for. I, I would suggest likely. I would suggest likely that could have implications okay. for the hang on. Own well, position. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. But hang on, this is very important because you've had this split that's been from the Economist and the FT and Times of London a split between the military and Zelensky. Zelensky still pedal to the metal, feeling he has to sell that to the Americans to keep funded and to NATO to keep funded. And the, and the military it basically doesn't want to be left holding the bag that it was their fault that this didn't go on. And they, they've been taking a more rationalist um, perspective. Is, is that what we're seeing playing out here now that even Zelensky may have said to the military, okay, I understand we're going to plead with the United States and, and, and London for money for defense to stop the Russians, but I'm going to stop playing this game of uh, of we're going to, we're going to continue an offense. We're going to take Crimea. We're going to take the Donbass because I can't get the people. The recruiting's down. I'm running out of bodies. Is that what we're seeing here? The reality check of Zelensky, Steve. It, it could be. It could even be more serious than that for, for, for Zelensky's own position. We, we spoke how, how General Valery Zelensky, um, who who is their um, commander in chief, and just to make the point again uh, for an American audience in Ukraine, that the president, the head of state, is not the commander in chief as he is in, in the United States. These are two separate roles. Um, and and General uh, Zaluzny, um, he'd been making, he gave, as I say, that, that, that astonishing interview with quite a few revelations in The Economist a month or so ago. And I, I, I sort of think that, well, been, Bill, that when Bill Burns, the, the director of the CIA, and Lloyd Austin both went over to Ukraine around sort of, 20, 15 days ago. They were very sort of diplomatically, but they were sort of their their messaging was very much backing the the Ukrainian military's view on how this war was going, rather than Zelensky's view. I mean, it's quite it was quite abrupt that that's that's what they were doing publicly. I don't know what they were saying privately to Zelensky, um, but the fact that Zelensky now has announced this really sort of shock change in, in military strategy i would suggest because we have been sort of talking about how, how the, the military the ukrainian military has been growing increasingly restless in ukraine i would suggest that Zelensky has, has made this position really could because if he'd have continued on with his his previous policy he would he would have lost the the the, the military support and all that 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 statement entails so i think he, he, he did this ben. really of a yeah. position of weakness ben we we've got we've got a bounce i've got a heart out how do people get to you on getter and all that and we'll have you back on tomorrow thanks so much steve yeah simply folks uh you can get hold of me on the best profile on the best social media social media platform that's at steve bannon um and that you get my post there thanks so much steve thank you brother um tomorrow morning we're gonna kick this back off at 10 a.m eastern stand time the show will be packed as I said, we're juggling about 10 things. 
but you need to be on the loop of all of them. I want to thank our sponsors, particularly. We talked earlier today when we had uh, my Patriot Mobile up about the alternative economy. There's no better company that exemplifies that than Public Square. Go to publicsquare.com. That is where you, if you're an entrepreneur, you can actually list your products and services. And if you're part of the MAGA movement, you can actually go on this app or the website uh, for total free. It's free to list your products and services. It's free as a consumer to go on there. And what do you find? You find people that don't hate your values. We must stop giving money to people that hate us. And remember, as uh, as Schieffer says, you get to uh, Seifert says you get to vote every day. It's not just every quarterly at a ballot box or once every couple of years at a federal election. You get to vote every day. Go to uh, publicsquare.com. Check out the website. Check out the app. Check out all of it. Also, always remember Warpath Coffee. Get some great Warpath Coffee. When you talk to the folks at uh, at uh, Birch Gold, when they talk to you about central bank digital currency, when they talk to you about the BRICS, when they talk to you about gold as a hedge for 5,000 years, get a hot cup of coffee and just think. That's what this show is. It's a platform to give you access to information and knowledge you didn't have before. But it's got to become your understanding and your wisdom, your discernment, all of it. So check it out today, birchgold.com slash Bannon and warpath.coffee. Go check it out. Have a hot cup of coffee. See you back here at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. Amazing. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% and do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.